Welcome to the Shiny Brightly Show. I'm Howard Brown, author, speaker, Silicon Valley entrepreneur, international peacemaker, and yes, a two-time stage four cancer patient survivor and advocate. Each episode will take you from resilience to hope and a whole lot more because Shining Brightly does make the world a better place. Be prepared to be inspired. Hello, it's Howard Brown. It's the Shining Brightly Show. It's a beautiful new year, and I have a magical guest. She's incredible, and you're going to meet Avital Miller. Welcome, Avital. How are you? I am fabulous. Thank you so much. So glad to be here and help with the shining. Oh, we're shining. We're going to shine. I got to take care of a little business first here. So this is a little new for me, but I have to give a shout out to some very cool sponsors of uh, of the podcast. And uh, so first of all, my book publisher, Front Edge Publishing, um, readthespirit.org uh, magazine. That's an online magazine, a weekly, beautiful, spiritual magazine about faith, religion, health, um, and healing. And also want to shout out to Amplify You. They're my podcast house, and they finished the podcast so beautifully. And then lastly, my alma mater, Babson College, Go Babo, number one school for entrepreneurship in the world. Uh, so thank you for allowing me to do that. Well, let me tell you a little bit about Avital. She's incredible. And we just met re- really only a few months ago, but she's working on some things that matter. And she's all about helping people. And I'm all about uh, helping people as well. So let me tell you about this uh, fantastic woman. So Avital Miller, she is a best-selling and four-time award-winning author of the book, Healing Happens, Stories of Healing Against All Odds and Practice. Uh, Then you have Wisdom from uh, the Downward Dog, and then Inquiries People to Experience the Boundless Energy and Absolute Happiness and True Success to Live the Best Life Possible. You draw on wisdom from being a program manager. We're going to talk about that. This is really interesting. Uh, At Microsoft, uh, also an entrepreneur, a yoga, yoga and fitness instructor, a teacher and a trainer, and you live in a yoga community and you're developing some really cool stuff that we're going to share and introduce to the world. Today, you are a award-winning and inspirational keynote speaker, corporate leadership seminar facilitator, healing breakthrough facilitator, and global dancer. We'll talk about that too. So this is amazing. You are a multifaceted, multi-talented uh, individual, and I'm so glad uh, you're here. And uh, tell me something we may not know about you, something interesting that uh, that, that my audience needs to know. I've never been stung by a bee. Well, I did not <laughs> see that coming. So thank you. I, I guess that's good, right? It's good you were never stung by a bee in your life. Wow. How'd you come up with that one? Oh, way back a long time ago, when you had to start playing two truths and a lie. Yes. And by the way, I'm a really bad liar. Um, and I've done so many adventurous things and been out traveling and been out camping and in the woods. And you'd kind of think I was stung by a bee. But I started using that as, I guess, one of the truths and the two truths and a lie you know, like 20 years ago. And I've just been crossing my fingers. I could keep using it. And so far, it is true. As far as I know. <laughs> I'm someone that loves nature and been out in nature as much as you have. I'm very surprised at that. Well, th- thank you for sharing. Well, I alluded to it in your bio intro. But what's a Microsoft, a former Microsoft program manager, you know, basically doing in the healing world? How'd you get here? Give us a backstory, a little backstory. Backstory, okay, behind the scenes. Because Microsoft is an amazing company. 
And how many of us really know at age 20 what we're meant to do in life? There I am with a BS in mechanical engineering. I did get a major in dance because I love dancing, but not necessarily for my main career. And I'm working at this place and looking around me going, this isn't quite me. And I was brought up to be there. So I didn't know what to do. So I, I took off. I quit. And I traveled the world for a year. Um, 20 years ago through the region that I'm in right now in the Yucatan Peninsula of Mexico. 20 years go by how much change happens, right, in the world and in our own selves. But it it was that shift in paradigm that started to instill the next direction. There's many twists and turns to this journey, but I grew up as a gymnast and a dancer. So I started leading yoga and health and, and healing and and fitness programs. And I'm a teacher trainer and a fitness director. And I'm teaching 25 to 30 classes all over town known as the Energizer Bunny. And then I started having fatigue called the Energizer Bunny. So this was a hit to my ego. You might think about like, what are you known for? And then that stops. And you're also wondering what's going on. My hair was falling out. My muscles were turning to fat. I was becoming weaker than my students. I did what most of us would do. I went to the doctor. Mm -hmm. The doctor diagnosed me with an autoimmune disorder called Hashimoto's as well as hypothyroidism. And gave me a handful of medicine and then sent me out the door saying, that's it for life. You just on this thing, got this discomfort and that's it. No, okay. I, I guess I've just been given an arranged marriage here. Well, I better learn how to uh, live in the best way possible with this partner that I had apparently no choice on. So I started reading books, going to different types of health and healing practitioners and just changing all the things in my environment and my mindset and my diet. And I studied one-on-one with an Ayurvedic doctor in India. And these things are starting to level me out, which is the first miracle when you're on a hormone medicine. Mm -hmm. Then I started meditating and really getting deeper and more regular with my meditation. You've meditated, Howard. All right, a lot of us have meditated. It makes you feel good, right? Usually. Usually. I started to not feel well. I went to the doctor and she said, well, you're overdosed on your medication. Hmm. Lowered my dosage. Started to feel better. Meditated more. Started to not feel well again. Back to the doctor, you're overdosed on your medication. So it was like I was going from medication to meditation. This was like, ding, ding, ding. Hmm, interesting. Something is happening beyond what I'm being told here. And you know the reticular activating system, sort of that idea of when you see, when you hear about something, you, you hear, you notice it everywhere. So now I'm starting to hear other stories of people healing beyond what they're being told by their medical professional going, okay, if this is happening this much, more people need to know about it. Thus, my journey started diving into studying in more depth, interviewing all these different health and healing practitioners for my book, Healing Happens, and sharing programs around the world. So I live this life now where I can climb up 14ers and, and travel and dance like a storm and have that energizer bunny buzz again. <laughs> so I, I love that you shared that uh, background story because what it tells me, and this is what Shining Brightly is all about, is that you did get knocked down and you had to figure out how to get back up again. 
and it was challenging, misdiagnosed, medications too heavy. You had to go through some self-actualization and realization to get you to that point. And you and I have, you know, I, I had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in 1989, autoimmune. Okay. It's, it's, it's cancer of my entire lymphatic system. So, you know, I, I was very uh, autoimmune problems and I've had hypothyroidism. You and I share that in common uh, for the rest of my life. I am taking, uh, you know, pills for that. Um, but uh, you learn from that and you got educated. And now I love the fact that not only did you lift yourself up, you lift up others. And that's my tenet of Shining Brightly is to lift yourself up first, get yourself on solid ground and then go lift up others. And this is what you do. And this is why you're here today. So, all right. So now you're educated. Let's dive into the book because the book has helped a lot of people and it's going to help a whole lot more. So you wrote this book um, and I'm not sure. When, when did you write the, uh, the Healing Happens, the, the stories of, of healing against all odds? Yeah, it was launched in March of 2018. So we're coming around oh. the corner with, is that six years? Holy Five years. Really? Oh yeah, almost six years in 24. Wow, okay. So it's been yeah. out there. Great, it's awesome. So tell me, uh, you know, you, 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 the book and, and, and you pack so much information. I've only flipped through it, I apologize, but uh, yeah. I need to read it. <laughs> yeah, well, one of the, the things in, in general is to realize that there's 18 chapters in the book. So mine and then 17 other health and healing practitioners. They are all different types. So I'm not throwing the baby out with a bathwater kind of theme. I'm not rejecting, you know, one path because it doesn't seem proven enough. Um, I'm, I'm looking at what is our understanding in general of how to go about the path of healing? And as I delineated all of this out and pulled out the success strategies used, I also realized, huh, well, I use that for business. Like I use that for, uh, you know, success in like learning a new language, in learning a new dance form. So these strategies can be applied to other areas of life. That's also part of what pulled me into leading a lot of business and corporate leadership programs is these four full body success mastery strategies and, and using that as, as like a starting point to bring that around to other areas of life as well and expand the concept of the ability to overcome seemingly insurmountable challenges. It's, it's, it's absolutely incredible. And then you wrote another book, right? After this is your oh, first or the, yes. what was the order? Gosh, I, I, I don't even have track anymore, but, um, cause we're about to launch another one, but so I have a chapter in practice wisdom from the downward dog. Right. And, um, that was really fun. There were about 50 yoga practitioners asked to turn the table around on us because we're normally there giving advice to other people who need the support and it was to say, what's your struggle? Where do you struggle? What's spirituality to you today? And I went through a really deep process when I lived in a yoga community for almost seven years to create my own understanding of spirituality. And it felt traumatic in a way as I was going through it. Um, so that was, was my big story you know, at the time that felt relevant to go into that book. I, I love it. Also, by the way, um, my book has 18 chapters. Your book has 18 chapters. Mm -hmm. In Judaism, the number 18 stands for the word chai, which equals life. 
L-I-F-E. I just think it's coincidental, but it's it, to me, I, I chose 18 chapters and 360 pages for that reason. I don't know if you just kind of came across it and just happened. No, no, you did it I, I did it. And I am, so I'm not like, like, oh, I need to be by the book. And my editor was, and she really wanted it to be 17 chapters oh. because logically when you normally print books, um, Cause it was like, I had a, a section with only one chapter and she's like, you, you can't do that. Like, that's not a chapter. Like that's like an introduction or something or like, it, it was so funny. And I was like, no, like there has to be 18 chapters. I'm like, I don't need to go by the book. It's, it's all good. We could call that one a chapter. <laughs> Absolutely. It's your book, my book too. So I, I, I actually had to take it down from like 24 chapters and cut some things out, but I wanted 18 and, and I got 18 and I got 360 pages as well. So again, we're yeah. in control, right? So tell me about some of the profound impact because you've really seen some real transformation in people. And that's what people really want to know. They, they, you know, again, I tell people that, you know, all these new year's resolutions are coming out and people like, I want to lose 75 pounds. Well, you're not going to do that in two days. It takes time. It takes work. It takes effort. It takes dedication. It takes intentionality. So tell me about some profound change that you've seen in people uh, going through your process. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my clients was, um, she contacted me and she said, I'm going to have fibroid surgery. Um, and so I need a new diet and I need to know what to eat. You know, my doctor said I have to basically be a little bit more vegan. I was like, okay, well, how do you feel about that? Like, what are your habits right now and how you choose food? See, this is what we don't always realize. And as you're creating those New Year's resolutions, you're like, okay, I'm just going to change my diet. But you have a relationship with the food you eat, with the patternings. There's something inside you that draws you to eat in a certain way. And sometimes for good reason. And some sometimes for awareness of where transformation is call, calling forth uh, to shift. So we went through that whole mind, body, spirit connection to help her understand how to shift her diet and create enthusiasm around that. So we really talked about a lot of other areas of life that bring in that natural joy. So she has a natural tendency and inclination to want to eat differently, all the way to going to the grocery store with her and visually seeing how do we shop. So this is what was fun because she went back in uh, maybe about a month later for her checkup before surgery and they looked at what was going on and they said, you don't need surgery. <laughs> the fibroids are gone. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. I know. I know. I had another client who had anxiety attacks um and emergency bill up the wazoo from emergency room and he had had trouble connecting with people socially um like it just it, it wasn't flowing people didn't really resonate with him he would just get very nervous and didn't quite know how to read people and uh he didn't really like what he was doing for work and um, I, we started working together and he very quickly learned how to stop having anxiety and no more emergency room, got his bills paid off, changed his job twice 
to improve the excellence. Um, he used to spend a lot of time with me and in a lot of the social programs that I was creating. And then he had such a huge social life that I didn't get to see him as much. Best part, the thing I think is so beautiful is the gal that he is dating and where that relationship is taking and how amazing that this person is. And we worked together for like a year or two. So this was like, you take one step and the next step and the next step. And this is why I love working with people over long-term, like in, in my program, Sit and Succeed, uh, because it's not just one thing. There's so many layers of the onion to peel away. Well, I feel I felt it because the, the immense pride you're sharing that you were able to launch him into such a different positive space, workspace. It took two tries, uh, relationship space. Uh, OK, and and now you're seeing him less because he doesn't need you as much. And so um, that, 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 that's just a beautiful story. The other story about the weight loss and the fiber, uh, fibric tumors or whatever the cysts could be, um, you, you mentioned the word natural joy and fun and that discipline. It, it doesn't seem like work if it actually is fun and, and if it's joyful, if you make weight loss joyful, but you have to have dedication and discipline maybe mental toughness, physical, uh, you know, consistency, but boy, you, 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 I mean, imagine going to the doctor, no, no surgery needed. I mean, it's incredible for a guy that's been through a lot of surgeries, chemotherapies, radiations. That's a good thing. If you can heal yourself uh, through the body and its own, its own ways. Well, yeah. I want to ask you, okay. So I have a chapter in my book about finding your happy place. Okay. Uh -huh. And I define a happy place as a stress-free zone. Now, People that know me know that I love basketball and I find my stress-free zone on the basketball court. The boys are talking trash. I'm sweating. The endorphins are going. Whether I'm playing good or bad, it doesn't matter. I'm in my place. Your happy place is dance. Tell me a little bit more about your dance and, and why that's your happy <laughs> place and, um, and, and, and what types of dance too. Because I've seen you on your website and, and, and uh, different social media posts all dressed up in, in different costumes and things like that. I know from around the world. That's um, right. I know it. It is, and I have had a lot of photo shoots of me in in various respects. And when people see the dance line, it's like light, it's freedom, like it's emptiness, it's space. I actually say to that one of the things is that it's often our our mind that's kind of our darker side, and in a way, the mind tries to protect us. Um, it also puts us down. Uh, and when we're not in the mind, then there's a greater sense of freedom. So if you also meet someone like this happened with my mother, where she, as she was passing away, like, like the mind turns off. It's just, I think part of one of the, the medical things that happens in the process. Mm -hmm. I had never seen her so joyful and light, like this young person, when you get into something that gets you in the heart, so it could be dance, it could be singing, it could be some other form of art, right? But it's often something artistic or expressive through motion of the of the body. Um, then that mind relaxes. So I think that's one of the reasons. Um, I do just personally love movement. I love the creativity of it. Uh, it also creates space to channel and move emotions. It's a great form of expression. 
And this, this is something I remember at the, the yoga community I lived at, they talked about this with singing that sometimes like singing would go further than a talk. And I've heard this with dance because when you speak words, uh, people have created definitions of those words in their mind and then created neural pathways of their emotional response to those words. And we have judgments over those words. And we're trying to sit there and assimilate and translate and go, go through this whole mental process. Well, when you're dancing, you can't do that. There, there's you know nothing of pre-definition depending on how somebody is dancing. They might be dancing in specific moves you've seen before and you know, right? But for the most of the time, it's this very authentic moment and authentic expression and is that way for most people. And it's just a pure energy transmission without the mind being part of the process. So I love to just little surprise people and do a little dance performance as one of my talks, you know, when the stage is, is set. And at this point, I love improvising more than doing something choreographed. Um, I'm also incorporating energy healing through doing that, through being a little more in the moment with, with what is happening and how do we integrate and process all these things that she just said, but also surprising people with just bringing movement into like the four full body there's four, the four full body success mastery strategies from healing happens. There's a, a movement that you do with each one of those tips and that helps integrate the understanding into the body as well. Uh, thank you for the depth there. Uh, I love it. And, and my bottom line is for uh, goals and for resolution, go find your happy place. Okay. And uh, it could be nature. It could be the beach mountains movement, incorporate movement. It could be cooking. It can be art, whatever it is. It can be sports for me. So go find your happy place. Now this, I, I did this for a reason because I'm so excited to learn about your new project called transcend dance. So please share what you got going on. It's, it's, it's amazing. And you're, you're getting ready to do a full launch, but tell me about it. What's going on with transcend dance. I know. And I, I love that you asked about dance and I had to create a movie poster for a, a technology class of all things. And I spelt the word wrong and I'm, I'm sitting there staring at it going, is this spelt right? Is this spelt right? I happened to be visiting my dad and he walked up and he goes, oh, transcend dance. I was like, oh, good mistake. <laughs> and because my work is about helping people transcend but it's really like a dance. Yeah. And one of the key things that this transcend dance is tuning into is the art of manifestation. And the reason is, is because a lot of us are at a stage where we learned all the manifestation techniques and the law of attraction, and we've been doing it. And we're like, why don't we have what we want? So what I wanted to do was break through and say, okay, here's why. Um, here's your new path of manifestation. We're talking about a new manifestation. I, I would almost love to erase the word manifestation from our vocabulary and create a new word. If you want it to be transcendence, you can. Um, but there's a lot of challenge also with thinking that we have the full understanding of what the path is 
and kind of our human side, we're like a person in the maze. We don't necessarily see the whole maze from the foresight and what's going to be around each turn That's and what direction each turn is going to take. So that's kind of like something the universe, God, spirit, you know, whatever you want to call it, helps design for us in a better way than we might ourselves. And we're not all on the same path. It doesn't take us all the same uh, length of time. And we're not all on, like, the, the path is also not the same length. So the speed we go about it and the length, because you're going to see somebody else being successful. And you're like, well, I've been doing all the things. Like, why aren't I there yet? Well, because your path and your journey to potentially that same place is different. It's kind of like if you're in a, a high-rise building and that person could get off on the 20th floor, but you have to go all the way to the penthouse. So that's just one of the tips of understanding manifestation in a different way. I, I love it. And it's um, going to take some format of a book and of classes, correct? Yeah, I'm, I'm letting it evolve and, and see what it is, this term transcendence. I just love calling a lot of things that. Uh, but I am about to launch I'm like this close to launching my first interactive digital book. So this is going to be a fun experience. I have been making it as I've been traveling here in Mexico. So you get to see the real video clips and live experiences. And it is uh, based a lot around the experiences that I've been having and where it might seem traditionally like I wasn't having good manifestation. So we want to have a different understanding to say, hey, maybe I have been the perfect manifester the whole time. And how do you get to be that perfect manifester? Uh, but speaking of Mexico, I would say it was last May. So we're in January. This is quite a few months ago. The idea started to come out of me leading yoga around the world. And I just had a meeting yesterday to put together the first yoga, healing, relaxing, spiritual, cultural experience in a town called San Miguel de Allende. It's a little bit north of Mexico City. And coincidentally, the dates that work well for me to do it, this is March 2025, okay? So we're planning ahead of time. Uh, but of course, those who tune in now get the early bird rates, but they are having a day-long huge dance festival in the town. So there'll be a sprinkling of dance as well as part of this program to mix in with the yoga and the spirituality. We get to do temescal, cacao, but really just take that concept of the manifestation of the transcendence of what do we want to manifest and intend, you know, work through, breathe through, be during this experience and helping through various programs to get there with fun along the way. I mean, so I'm so excited for the video journal. And then we'll definitely pub the event um, in the show notes and on socials uh, for the end of March to see who can get down to Mexico for you. Um, but now I want to actually uh, change over to the Shining Brightly Spotlight. So if you have shades, we're going to put them on or you don't have to. There you go. You got your shades. So we are shining so brightly that we want to actually please tell my audience how to get a hold of you. You have a free gift. Share that with them and then share some inspiration and kick off the kick the show back to me. Yeah, absolutely. All right free gift from avital.com. I had mentioned the sit and succeed program. 
as a way to continually grow on our journeys and tune into what I call the beyond the edge cutting wisdom to do so in a wonderful community. So what I'm always looking at is what's your challenge right now? Is it losing weight? Is it having more energy? Is it taking the next bold step in your career? And creating new understanding around the concept, as well as incorporating some form of meditation, of neuro-linguistic programming, to create a practice in a way to help seal the deal. At free gift from Avital, A, V is in victory, I, T is in talented, AL.com, you get one month of sit and succeed. Oh, that's beautiful. And the best way to get a hold of you. How do you want people to contact you? avitalmiller.com or email info at avitalmiller.com. Simple. And I'm going to have this all in the show notes and on all the socials. Um, you've got lots of places to get a hold of you all over the place. So we'll make sure that they can. So let's, I always close my show with uh, inspiration. So please share with me some of your wisdom. Sing your sweet song. Wow. The emphasis for a on your, your <laughs> and sweet then song. sweet <laughs> wow, this is great. Well, this has been the Shining Brightly uh, podcast show, and I'm Howard Brown, and you can always reach me at shiningbrightly.com. Uh, learn more about the podcast, learn more about motivational speaking, and also um, the book. You can actually look and learn about the book, but also more importantly about my advocacy, my advocacy in the world of Babson College and entrepreneurship, uh, my work in the interfaith world of knowing the other, especially in these times, there's so much hate spewing everywhere. It's just, that's, that ruffles me up, but uh, get to know somebody else and understand who they are uh, makes the world a better place. And as well as the cancer world that I serve uh, and advocate for as well. And again, thanks uh, for being here. This is an amazing high energy show and I wish you all the best and I'm looking to become transcendance. Very soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shining Brightly with me, Howard Brown. Come interact with me at shiningbrightly.com. And remember, keep on shining.